Okay, welcome to the final of the Puffcast Pub Crawl editions. This week we are going to attempt to answer a letter, a Dear Talking Puffy letter, in the beer garden at the Laird. We will take you to the Rimming Corner. We'll have some more ammo. We'll go to the circuit, uh, including their sex on premises area upstairs. I know, saucy. And then the whole thing will be tied up with a rancid drunken bow at the peel. Uh, please enjoy whatever this mess is our final uh, Puffcast pub crawl <laughs> um, sorry it's taken so long <laughs> 10 commandments of being a flawless queen 1. Thou shalt not be basic talk puffy to me we are in the Laird beer garden um, we're in the beer garden because it was too loud inside <laughs> yes. 12.57 in yes. the AM I, in, I, oh my god 12.57 AM we've just walked for 100 years from DT's yes. to the Laird so like where's baby. my fucking order of Australia Where's your gold medal? Where's oh. my gold medal? We James need an Olympic medal yes. for, for getting from gay bar DT to gay bar. To here. All right, so I'm fucking furious, uh, and Polly has a letter. All right. So let's address her question. Will I be able to hear you reading the letter while I go to the toilet? Yeah, just say, yeah, just it's, talk it's, it's quite long. It's going to take a while. All right. Okay. Uh, say it really loud. Polly says, are you going to go to the toilet right? How many times are you going to piss within arm's reach of me tonight? Oh, God. This is like we might even hear it. It might ah, sound like a Japanese garden. This is here. a ruse. Uh, Polly says, I am straight, but I've become intrigued. Well, I'm not interested, Polly. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but I've become intrigued with the concept of coming out. Why mm. do gay, lesbian and, uh, and bisexual people come out? By this I don't mean... But if you're not straight, you should be living your life in the closet. I'm asking, why not just date whoever you want to date and be done with it? People will work it out. I'm not asking this to be a smart ass. It's something I'm generally interested in. I have had a handful of people who are close friends or relatives make a point of telling me they're gay or lesbian or bisexual. They were, without exception, a bit put out at my non-reaction. Wow. Is it rude of me not to make a big deal out of this? Am I missing something? In all genuine bite curiosity, Polly... So Polly's asking, mm. no one cares. It's the 21st century. Just it's actually a pretty good question. Just be who you are. I'm actually surprised that someone wrote into us with I know. actually a pretty good question. I know. Thanks, Polly. Polly, why are you listening to this fucking piece of shit? Mm. You're actually an enlightened human being. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I think it's got to do with identity. I think, I think the first thing is that not everyone is as cool as you, Polly. Yeah, that's yeah, it. If everyone that. was as cool as you, Polly, then we wouldn't have an issue. But I no think part of out. it is that we are moving towards that world yeah. where it's, you know, it's just, it's just who you stick your cock in or get up your jutsa that, <laughs> that is up Which to are medical you. terms. Yeah, yeah, up your jutsa is a medical yeah. term, meaning inside your vagina. Vagina. I can't say it. Ah! <laughs> um, um, but no, not everyone is as cool as you. No. For some people, it is a big deal. Yeah. For some people, they do need to freak out or process it. or. Uh, but at the same time, for some people actually coming to terms with who they are is yeah. a big deal. Yes. So you kind of owe them it's true. A, a bit it's of true. a reaction in oh, a way. No, you don't owe them a reaction at all, I don't think. I think you owe them some... You have to acknowledge Reverence. that they've made a big decision. Yeah, some acknowledgement. But yeah, you need to acknowledge that good on you. Well done. Great. But I think the whole thing, she, I think what she's saying is like, why why should I care one way or the other? Yeah. And that is that is a valid question. That is a and very valid question. You shouldn't care one way or the other, but society cares. 
and we are a society of labels and we're a society that says what's normal mm. and apparently what's normal is a man putting his doo-doo in a lady's lala <laughs> again <laughs> I can't believe terms. here on the podcast where we have talked about <laughs> fisting, I'm saying doo-doo and lala but <laughs> but also it, it does go to what you were saying Scott about identity because yeah. And this is something we've talked about, not necessarily on air, but when when everything is normal, you gain something because you're normal and you yes. don't have to go through that process, but you lose something mm. because you're not part of a unique community anymore. Mm. Yeah. I, I think that, that fags have to accept that they're different, right? Mm-hmm. There are more of them than there are of us. We are different. We are a different species. We, we are so you need to claim it, you need to own it. We are strange. Like, that doesn't make it bad. And that doesn't make no. it immoral. We are the minor- minority. But no. we are we are different. Mm. And any community of difference, whether it's racial difference or religious difference or sexual difference, wants to um, circle the wagons and define that difference and own that difference. Yes. And, because, and, and manage that difference. Yeah, because so many of us grow up being you know treated what? badly wish, because of that difference. I wish someone would explain this to inner city hipsters. Because they carry on like they're in the majority. And uh, having lived in the suburbs, and there are more... You're talking about, like, the Green Left Weekly marriage equality... You know, the fucking ironic tattooed fuck fucks that serve you Lubna and espresso in a cafe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. You know, those bearded freaks... Most people are not like you. ...fucking dreadlocks who treat you like you're some kind of pox on the face of the earth if you're not wearing your ironic horn rim glasses yeah and your uh, you know skinny leg jeans it's like who are these people and it's like do you know who the majority is the majority is overweight people at Westfield in the outer suburbs there is a real wearing tracksuits wearing tracksuits they are the majority there is a huge they are the people you should be afraid of not looking down on because if those people decided to mobilise and, you know, French Revolution style, put your fucking bearded heads in a guillotine... But do you know what, also... It would happen. And you'd you be would the first nothing. against the wall when the you revolution comes. You would be the comes. first! But also, like, respect their values. Yes! Like, maybe they're right. Yes! You can't presume that wearing tracksuits to Westfield is, is a bad idea. Maybe... Uh, maybe I, I'm running on the assumption that it is. No, you, it's you, not. You, I do it all the time. Right. You, you might think it. it's a bad idea, but, but, but maybe it's not. And, and, like, maybe you're the freak. And it's, you know, this is another thing, like, because I spend so much time with the inner city hipsters, just because I like to drink coffee and they're the only cunts who seem to make it. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's a lot of, you know, oh, I don't know how you can work with Fox FM. How can you listen to that music? Well, I'm you a, don't listen I'm to a music. gay yeah. and call me old fashioned, but the... You know, pumping tunes of Nicki Minaj are right up my gay alley. We but love also, that when shit. you're working, you don't listen to the music. But it's on. It's on. And but I don't, you don't hate it. You don't sit there and listen to it. I know, well. but they, th- they think I'm inflicted with it and yeah. that it's, you know, it's some sort of horrible chore working in a but, radio station. But also, like, listen, no, I enjoy my job and I, I, I quite like the music. Listening to Nicki Minaj is not yet compulsory. I no. think that Campbell Newman has it on his agenda. But. <laughs> Time of writing it is not yet compulsory, so people are choosing to. So maybe there's something in it. So maybe mm. you should respect that. Yeah, in a city of three million people, one million people choose to do that. So that's 
one in three people. You, you don't have to, but if they do... And I'm do, pretty sure there's then... less than one in three people who have a tattoo of a cassette tape. <laughs> on their neck. <laughs> on their neck. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess what we're getting at, Polly, is that some people... Some people are cunts. <laughs> some, most people... Everyone's a cunt. Yeah, pretty much. Cunt. But that um, you, it, it's it's useful sometimes and sometimes empowering to identify yourself as part of a nine. Absolutely. And yeah. part of a niche. You know, this, this is a, a weird analogue, but it's an interesting one. Um, in the deaf community... Yes. Mm-hmm. There is a whole thing about... There's a lot of people who are deaf who have learnt to hear. They've got hearing aids or, yeah. or whatever. But they refuse to talk. They would rather talk in sign language mm-hmm. than they're able to because talk. Because they're embracing their deaf They can hear identity. and, they and can there's talk, also but the, they've um, decided I'm deaf and I'm going to be a deaf person and yeah. I'm going to live like a deaf person. And there's that controversial thing where, you know, they, they have kids who are born deaf and who could get one of those uh, bionic implants, ears implants. Or whatever, yeah. bionic ears that would mean they would grow up being able to hear but they decide but their parents are like no culturally culturally we're going to be deaf. our child needs to learn to sign and not yeah. hear so the analogue is that you might be gay and that might be fine and no one gives a flying fuck but you choose to be overtly or explicitly gay you choose to identify yourself yes. as that. part of yes. a, a cultural identity who am I I am gay who am I I'm Greek I've lived here I was born here yeah uh, yeah my parents I'm yes. born here. I'm, but I'm Christian. I'm exactly, you know, whatever. Exactly. Uh, yes. a, a part of me. I'm is, a beer is gay. drinker. I'm a, whatever I'm it is. I'm a beer drinker in a cider drinking world. Oh my god, Adam! I feel your pain. I'm gluten intolerant. Oh, I'm fucking anal. And this is what <laughs> this is what alarms me. To tell you the truth, about a lot of the um, a lot of the uh, oh, how would I describe it? At twelve twenty. Oh, 12. What, 105 in the oh, morning. Fuck. That's 12, 20, 12. About like, uh, th- this sounds pejorative and I don't mean it like this, but militant equalists is that th- they risk losing that cultural identity. Because they want everyone to be the same. In yeah, the, in the yes, rush yes. to make everyone equal and everyone's normal that you lose... You, you lose identity. You, you, lose. you can lose discrimination without losing identity. Yes. yes. I think yes. I think the word normal is the most... Damaging word. Dangerous, in our isn't it? Yeah, it's very dangerous. So dangerous. Because it implies that anyone who is not. It, it implies conformity. There's something wrong with them. Yes. Yeah. So, Polly, it's about identity politics. Yes. Uh, it's about marking. Polly. Hi, yes, Polly. hi, Polly. It's about hi, Polly. marking yourself as different. Yeah, and, yeah. and, and that has value. It, and it, yes. It doesn't. Difference does not equal necessarily discrimination. Difference is important. Which, it, which yes. is, which and is really I, the, the, the hub of multiculturalism. And we, and we should applaud Polly for being completely nonplussed about everyone that's ever come out to yeah, it going. Good yeah, good on her. I think that's fucking fantastic. And yeah. one day, that will be the world we live in. And won't it be wonderful? It will we be, need more Pollys. It will be amazing. Yeah. I mean, it'll be a bit bland. No, but if, if you Because there'll be no drag queens. In that world. Well, oh, look, well, I would be see, quite the, the, happily happy if there was a virus release that only killed drag queens. <laughs> I'd, I'd be that would not upset me. Okay. No, no, there would be there would based be, on tonight alone. I would not be, be unhappy. There would still be men in dresses, but there wouldn't be that flamboyant, annoying drag queen yep. because the, this this goes to a secondary question. Yeah. Can, can you have flamboyant difference without discrimination? Can you have the pearl without the dirt and the oyster? Do, no, do, do, you, do you need that kind of cultural friction to generate thing that like the, the the byproducts of difference, which are like drag queens or Mardi Gras or 
and the, and like you know hardcore rappers. Gay porn. No, or, I don't, or, look, yeah, I don't, can, I don't can, think so. Can you have rap without racism? Yeah, I can you have Mardi Gras without? I don't think so. You can still be gay without homophobia. Like gay still exists without you can, homophobia. You can, still you can still have an identity you can still, without. You can still perform being homosexual acts. Yeah, but I don't know that you would have a community without homophobia. Because to an extent, because and that's why I think the community's falling apart. I think that's why pubs are shutting down. Why there's mm. why we went to Commercial Road tonight and there's like two clubs and one of them is full of fat guys with hoodie <laughs> tops on. I'm right here because. <laughs> There's <laughs> but, but but because as we become more normal, like there's there's less need for us to yeah. ghettoize ourselves the, the, and the, hang the out. The community has clutch. been defined by difference. So as the that community's been arose, defined by rejection. But yeah, yes, but the difference still exists. Like you know, the fact that we uh, all yeah, want to fuck the, each other. The difference still exists, but there's no need for us to. You can still fuck each other without having to go and sit in a fucking shithole beer garden. Yeah, but it with helps. a bunch of other fucking poofters, like it's. That's still the easiest way to fuck each other. No, it's not. <laughs> the easiest way to fuck each other is on Grinder. All right. Mm-hmm. And you don't need to leave the house for that. Except no, it's for the, not, the it's fucking bit. Well, yeah. But you don't need to go and mingle Unless you, with you other know, leave the front door open and just lie on your bed. Well, that's how uh, Wiz has do, sex. Yeah. But do that's you not. think... All right. C- controversy corner. Yeah. Do you think... And I could just be riding my own hobby horse here. But do you think that the whole marriage equality thing is the result of, of as everything becomes more normal and it becomes more okay to be gay, mm. that people are getting uptight about marriage equality, just trying to exploit whatever is left of difference to try and generate community. I think, yeah, I think it's like... That, as we're no longer defined by illegal sexual acts, we're no longer uh, defined by raiding bars, are we trying to define uh, ourselves by not being able to be married? But I would agree with you if the aim of that was not something that would kind of normalise us, if you know what I mean. Yeah, the, um, the aim of, of marriage, but I think, I think it is a, a double-edged sword. It's like, well, by saying, yes, we want to have equality in marriage, we also say we, we don't really want to hang out in bars together anymore. We don't really want to be different. We want, yeah. We want to be yeah. so normal. So we are. See, I still still think the hanging out with bars in bars will still happen. It'll still happen. But look at tonight. Look at what we found tonight. Yeah. When you used to go to South Yarra, when you used to go to Paran, it, it, it won't have the in same. In the power. old days, it was like it was. You know, the word heaving was not used unrealistically. Mm. When I used to work in a bar, I remember carrying two slabs of Carlton Carlton cold, because that's all the fucking books to drink, up (laughs) a flight of stairs every half an hour. And they would be, they would be, they would have been lucky to sell four, a dozen stubbies in an hour tonight at that bar at 10 o'clock. Like it was, and they were, everyone was cleared out of there by one. But I think maybe we need to look at the difference between being, like, um, oppressed and being a minority. I don't... Look, I don't... Look... There there is a difference. There There is is a very big difference. But I just... I think, you know, we're not obviously different. There's no skin tone that sets us apart. There's no... uh, You know, we don't have horns. You, You can't tell. Yeah. So, Although in your case, you can make a pretty good guess. Yeah, yeah. you can fucking see it Clearly, which space. is why I yeah. get people writing letters to me in my fucking letterbox. Right. Um, <laughs> but, you know, there's no there's no obvious sign that says, yeah. oh, he's one of those. He's yeah. a daffodil. So it's, He's a daffodil. <laughs> daffodil. 
So yeah, I think I think there will come a time where being gay is just the same as being Presbyterian, and no one will give two shits about it. And there will be no pubs, and there will be no clubs, and the life we live will be gone. They will and, be and scattered to the wind. Like there will still be soreness. Isn't there? Yeah, that, that'll still happen, but yeah. that's not a social thing. You don't but, hang out no. and chat at those places. No. And the people who do should be shot. They're really <laughs> fucking annoying. And, and that'll be great, for the kids that, be great for the kids that grow up in that environment. Yeah. But for people like us who are caught in the changes, yeah. um, I will regret that. We, we're I, living I in a time of change. Being... And it's, it's... Well... And look, and look, at, look at the... You know, we went, to, we went to the south side, which is traditionally full of young people. Yes. And yes, there are young people there. And there's a handful. And then we come over this side of town where there's people our age. And there's thousands of them. There's a million of them. Of them <laughs> there's yes. like really fucking busy on yeah. this side of town. Because... It's been really telling, hasn't it? Because, because we we're all... the ones hanging on to... Well, we, this is all we understand. Yeah. We're like Judy Garland at Carnegie. Oh, exactly. <laughs> oh, Penny, we have talked way too long about your letter. <laughs> We're just as drunk as Judy yeah. was at Carnegie. <laughs> but thank you so much. Yes, and uh, the reason people come out are manyfold. And um, I don't think we've answered anything, really. No, I don't think no, so. I don't think so. We've, we've, we've opened up and 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 we've talked a lot of shit. We won't be able to use any of this. And I hate your ass face! Top of it to me. Dateline 120am, we're in a particular corner of the beer garden of the land. A special corner. The rimming corner. The rimming corner. No, it's known as the rimming corner. It's because the last time we were here, the last time? The, so the second la- last one, time? One, one time we were here. I don't here. know. We, we did a podcast record and we ended up at the land. This one time at band camp. This one time at band camp. Yeah. And we were all having a chat and, uh, and we turned around and... No, no, no. We were introduced to someone. We were introduced to someone who, who was completely a naked. Big fan of the Puffcast. Yes. So this is Brent. He loves the Puffcast. He thinks it's fantastic. He's especially in love with Grunty. And uh, so, so far, so good. And pretty it was standard. You pointed out he was fucking nude. He was yeah. nude. He was it was so pointed out that nude. Toby does Grunty, and uh, and he like he didn't look nude at first because he had like a harness on, like one of those, yes, leather, one of those leather harnesses. Strap things. And I was like, oh yeah, he's wearing a harness. So of course he's. Oh no, he's not wearing pants. He's not wearing pants at he all. Was nothing. Total Humphrey. Yeah. Yep. And uh, so we had a chat to him for a little while, and, and standing his, around. And his ridiculous and penis, which was which was poking out, needed to be yeah, disconcerting, was, frankly. Yeah. And um, and then at a certain point in the conversation, we turned around and looked over our shoulder, and he was here in, the, in this corner where in we're the standing. The corner where right we're now, standing right now. Yeah. And we were just on the other side of this bench here. We're on the other side of a divider. He and we turned around, and he's just rimming someone. Just yes. rimming someone. He's and just, the uh, the fun thing about it was that he was rimming someone and then he turned around, looked at us, saw that we were watching, stuck his tongue out and went, ah! Like V the series. Yeah, with his like bum tongue. Do you know, um, do you know the thing that horrifies me? Mm-hmm. And this is something that I've, I've done a lot of soul searching about. Was the rimming going on before we met him. Yeah, I think it might have been. And, and then... I don't, I don't think that that's something you just bust wait, out. This is something that might actually upset you if oh, I say it out no. there. It might upset Toby. Are we so self-obsessed that we had no concept <laughs> that rimming was happening right next to us because we were talking about ourselves the entire time and did not look outside our little circle no, of you, me... I- I think it only happened that one time, but maybe it had happened. The thing that upsets me is that maybe it had happened 
before we arrived, and then he all kissed us hello. Oh, he it? kissed us with bum tongue. Bum tongue. Totally bum tongue. No, I just remember Wes being particularly time. horrified by the whole experience. Well, I just remember Toby turning into a pillar of salt. <laughs> it, was, it was confronting. It, it was, was certainly quite confronting. Seeing someone get rimmed in the bar. But I, I also feel that <laughs> I also feel that the poor chap on the receiving end of that particular telephone call. <laughs> like, imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> it's one thing to go to a bar and just rim someone, but it's, I think it's an entirely different proposition to get rimmed. Well, I, I, well, I the saw... The guy getting rimmed was like a... Like twenty something. Yeah, but I I saw the whole thing. I the, I saw the whole setup, and the guy getting rimmed was actually bending over trying to find something in his bag. <laughs> he, and he just whooped in there, and clearly it had been happening for a while. And he, uh, he was bending over to get something in his bag. Why? Why was his? Why was his? Anus was his ass because yeah. he was naked too. Right. Right. So the rimming was consensual. I think it was, yes. Well, yeah, I I think there was a certain amount of pushing back uh, whilst it was happening. You're thinking about it too much. Oh, I have thought about it too much. The the other thing, and this is what's great about the lead, is that I was pretty much the only one who was appalled. Yes. Yes. Everybody else took this. Everybody you know else looked across and went, "Oh, fine." You know how horrified Toby was. He dropped a bottle of ammo. Yes, <laughs> and, and then you, you totally desolated. And then yeah. I did. I did. <laughs> and then we stood in the ammo stink and went. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, should we have some more now? Yes. Yeah, let's have some ammo. That would be a great idea. As soon as you said ammo. <laughs> yeah, I know. I got the taste. I <laughs> gurning. <laughs> I love getting the taste of it. So we're having Amel in the rimming corner. Welcome in the rimming corner to the to the talking puffy world. It is a fun world. After <laughs> it's not a fun world. It's not a oh fun god, world. I sniffed too hard. <laughs> Don't do it through your mouth. Don't sniff too. Hard. I just did a little bit, just a little. I didn't do it all in the mouth. Uh, Oh, the rimming corner. It should have a song, the rimming corner. <laughs> we should what? The rimming corner should have a song. Oh, like, like rimming corner. The rimming corner. <laughs> it'll be like the, the Collingwood the Collingwood football club song. Like it'll be a rousing chorus. Good old rimming forever. Okay. It's fine. This is the kind of edgy quality broadcasting. <laughs> oh my god, this we've we've of. totally become PBS. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? oh this is god. the fucking truth. We're broadcasting yeah. the fucking truth of life. Standing in the like, rimming corner of the lair. That's what life is, man. We're You're standing broadcasting in the rimming corner three drunk hoofders, hoofing ammo, and then giggling uncontrollably yeah, at the Collingwood theme song. That's fucking true. That's fucking true. <laughs> that's gonna be a bumper. That one. <laughs> 
fucking the truth of life. <laughs> so chins up, boobs out, it's showtime. Top to me. Uh, and going out on the north side is great if you want to have a great time, meet heaps of people, and freeze your fucking testicles off. Yeah, because <laughs> you can't get a cab and spend four hundred dollars. Everything's miles. miles from each other. Yeah. Like you're walking from Vladivostok to Moscow. <laughs> Oh. We are walking up the hill from the. Um, <laughs> well, we just walked past the peel. Oh, it's, like, it's like we're taking the fucking gain. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we walked from the lead past the peel, and then we're going to the circuit. The, the peel and it's uphill. The peels divided their queue into hot and not hot. Yeah. <laughs> and by not hot, we mean ladies and fat men. <laughs> and, <laughs> and we know when we're beat. So yeah, we which is why we didn't want to line up. No. Uh, so and so we're going to the circuit. circuit. Which is 100 kilometres away. It's like one block. Wow. We, yes, we, we just did um, Amel on a on traffic, a traffic island, island in the middle in of Hoddle Street. Because we were waiting for the lights to change and it was a bit boring. Yeah. So we yeah. thought we'd better. With all, well, how are we going to feel this? Bust out the Yelang Yelang. Yeah. The Yelang Yelang. Yelang Yelang. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's zero degrees Fahrenheit. We just walked past, we were having a conversation outside Club 80. Yep. So, how many cocks did you suck up? About 45. About 45. Oh my god, I had so many cocks. Hey, Sonny. Anyway, this is all of a sudden less of a pub crawl and more of a test of strength. Yeah. I can't go up this hill anymore. Why are you two cans walking so fast? Is there a. We're there should here, be a we're trolley. Here. We're here now. Like Clang 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 <laughs> went there. Like a, a, a funicular. Like at the um, like at the airport for your luggage. Yes. <laughs> there needs to be something. For there the should be a travelator between circuit yeah. peels. There should be. That would be sensible. This makes things so much easier. Another failure of the value government. <laughs> <laughs> when will the cronyism end? <laughs> There's no sugar coating. It's it's the it's the fag end of the podcast. It is the fag end. We haven't yeah. been to the peel yet though. No, no, we no. Have That's what everyone's the looking peel. forward That's, to. That's, That's you know. the headline act, isn't it? <laughs> You know, by the time we get to the peel, we're not going to make any sense. Like, we're barely That's like a normal sense. night at the peel for us, though. A normal night at the peel is walking into the peel, spending five minutes getting a drink, spending another five minutes going, ah, oh, fuck, I'm at the peel. <laughs> and then yeah. going home. I've, yeah. been, I've never been at the peel longer than about 15 minutes in total. No. Before I realise I'm Generally at the peel. quite normal. And have to get out of there quick Hi. Yeah. Can I just come inside? Alright, we're at the circuit, it's very loud. You're at the circuit. Oh, you're going this way. Oh, how Is it my shower? Uh, okay. What are we having? Who knows what dreadful creatures inhabit the reaches of this galaxy? So, poof it to me. Is this a fetish chair? Am I sitting in a fetish chair? I, I think you are. I think I've I've been here before. Where, where we are right now is uh, Dateline 1... No, 2, 16am. It's at 2 o'clock. No wonder I'm so tired. I normally yeah. get up at 4. We, uh, we are upstairs at Surface. Yeah, at where? the Cruise Lounge slash Fuck Club. Park. Slash... Slash Scott Brennan's Guatemalan sinkhole parade. Slash Scott Brennan's email address. Yeah, I, uh, Yeah... He's 12. He's 12. Um, so... Am I sitting so, in a fetish chair? I think you might be. Yeah, the maybe. last time I saw that chair, I came upstairs to deliver Scott Brennan his bag after we'd been minding it for about 45 minutes. Right. I didn't want to know how and, this goes. And I remember this very clearly. There was a young man 
uh, sitting in this chair, uh, having his pubes shaved. Right. Oh. While Scott sat opposite him, heckling him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Scott was yelling That's at right. him. That's right. Go yes. on, shave it all off. There you go. <laughs> what about this dude hanging on the wall with his chains on? Uh, no, I haven't seen him before. Right. No. No. Well, shall we? Yeah. Shall we go through and to get up? All right. Yeah, through the hanging kind right, of black so we're plastic going through strip. the fly strips. <laughs> <laughs> the fish and chip shop fly strips. Okay. Good, so, we've just walked so, past the homeless dude. So this is part of the venue where um, downstairs is the bar, but upstairs... Okay, it worries me that there's a whole bunch of lube been used in here, but no condom. Oh, yes. <laughs> so this is the cruise it's area. It's a cruise lounge. It's, cruise it's, a, lounge. it's a room full of... Little chipboard cubicles and with a couch in it if they're lucky. Yes, and there uh, is a weird like pew here. Yeah, there's like a church pew. Church pew, which is very exciting. Good day. And um, bizarrely, they've the let us in here to uh, wander around. Well, here, so it's, it's quite amazing. It is quite amazing. Yeah. <laughs> She's quite amazed. I think she'd give me quite a good dicky. <laughs> she would give actually. me a good dicky. Although I've saw her dancing before, I don't know if she's entirely coordinated. So the plan is at circuit, you go downstairs and... Oh, I'm talking to the microphone through a glory hole. Oh, what? <laughs> so, uh, if I, I have to go in this cubicle, where's the hole? Uh, hi, so I'm talking to you through a glory hole. Right. Um, Do you want something disturbing? It's, uh, it's, it's quite awkward. There's someone... I just someone... stuck my fingers in? No, I thought it was a penis. There's someone right next to me I'm, getting I'd sucked off. I probably should... I'm not, I can't yeah, stand I here. It's, it's, it's really easy. awkward. Oh, I can hear the suction. Oh, it's awful. Oh, it's Can I hear it? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, I, had to, I had to get away. I could hear like... It was like a baby feeding. It's quite busy. It's quite busy. Let's walk away really quickly. This is freaking me out. Oh. So now I, I get I get why you came upstairs all the time, Scott. That's great. It's like Narnia. What, Mr. Tumnus getting bumped off <laughs> the lamp? Um, so there's not a great deal happening up here. Um, well, all the doors are shut. Is that normal? Well, that would suggest it's very busy, but the, the chap at the door said that it wasn't very busy. So, hey, you, is anyone in a condom? Um, right, I forgot. There are little kind of tubs with condoms and lube Sadly. all over the place here. Well, no, there's just condoms. I haven't found any lube yet. Oh, really? This basket's empty. Okay, let's go. Let's go into the, the porn cinema. Oh, there's a cinema. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, I love a cinema. Let's go in here. This is going to be awkward. We probably can't talk in here. All right. Cece feels things deeply. Cece is a deeply feeling person. Talk poofy to me. That is circuit crossed off the list. Off the list. Like every other time I've been upstairs at circuit, that was a massive anticlimax. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then why do you spend so fucking long up there and leave us with your bag? Because I'm seeking the climax. You know what this means? It's time for the headline act. There we go. Club 80. No, the pier. We have completed the gay bar crawl. We have one left, one more Pokemon. We've got to get them all. Collect them all. And it's the big one, girls. It's number one. It is. Melbourne Gay Town is the P-E-L. 
Or as we used to call it when I was a child, the copper feel. As as you have have said in the past, Adam, no one goes to the peel, one ends up at the peel. Yes. Yes. And And lo, so it is true, at Dateline, 2.24am. Oh, Jesus Christ. Why are we still awake? We started at 7. That means this is our eighth hour. (laughs) This is like a normal podcast recording. Yeah, we are nothing if not committed. This is a full work day of pub crawling. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And we are having our office knockoffs. Do you know the worst thing about this pub crawl is wrestling Scott away from various other distractions? <laughs> really? He has been like fine. Dancing? He no, has been the fine. drag queen and the oh, tumbler yeah. of whatever it was that she was trying to get you to oh, drink. Oh, just, it's just the cost of doing business. <laughs> <laughs> well, we basically had to crowbar Toby away from that weird woman. That is true. That is true. That I've, is true. I've, I've, me and Taryn with our special bond. <laughs> Stop I'm saying still, special bond. I'm yeah, still really creepy, concerned creepy. about a VCE fashion cat. <laughs> <laughs> She's not doing a VCE fashion cat. You made that up. Smack her in the face with a bottle and Facebook her tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> on the train back to Craigie Craig Ben. Ben. Why, why Toby Craig would be on the train to Craigie Ben, only heaven knows. Only heaven <laughs> Look, it's, it's been an extraordinary night. There's, it has. It has been. There's highs and lows in Amel on Traffic Island. <laughs> <laughs> the Traffic Island Amel extravaganza is my favourite. I think that's the highlight of the night, really. <laughs> I, I agree, actually. <laughs> I think number one was doing Amel on a Traffic Island. <laughs> because, you know, when you're a young boy growing up in suburbia, you never dreamed that you could reach oh, the heights. You never <laughs> dreamed that you will hit those heights. Snorting. <laughs> Storing vaso. What is it? Uh, va- vaso constrictor or whatever. Tracks, uh, on a traffic control device. In the middle of Street. In, on, a, on Melbourne's busiest road. <laughs> I'll, I'll never be able to drive past there again without. I love how you say drive like you do it. Ah, oh, well, I'm, I'm, I get taxis. <laughs> it happens. Have you? Well, how's, how's all that going if you're driving? Have you stopped? I've stopped. I've right. stopped. I, I did take a few lessons, and it turns out to be quite difficult. So fuck that. Oh, fuck that. Oh, it's not that hard. Yeah, but everything I do is within thirty minutes of walking distance, anyway. So yeah, I know. I've discovered that since I moved near a train station, oh, yeah. I don't use my car at all. Yeah, you don't. You don't need it. And, and and you get to walk everywhere, which means you get to eat whatever chips you want. So <laughs> <laughs> you know, come see, come sir. Life is yeah. a circle. Whatever. Yeah. In the circle. circle. Anyway, the point is, is that this podcast is coming to a a Gotadamarung. <laughs> A great climax, the, the closing of the circle, is attending the Sir Robert Peel. Oh. It's really sad that the pinnacle of what we've been doing all night is this fucking rancid <laughs> shithole. You know, I, I want to I presage it by saying that this visit to the Peel will go like every other visit to the Peel, which is 20 minutes before you realise that, oh shit, I'm at the Peel. We've had enough. <laughs> so, we're here at the Peel. We're at the Peel. Ugh. We're at the end of the road. <laughs> People have been dreaming of us doing a show from the Peel for some time, <laughs> and it's more tedious than we could possibly uh, have yes. explained. But everything about it is hard. Getting in is hard. Getting, in is yeah. awful. Getting from the front door to the back room is hard. Because we got told to cloak our bags and we couldn't be bothered waiting, so we just did it. Yeah. 
we're mavericks. Yeah, cloak your bags, but we've got 0.5 of a twink working in the cloak room. <laughs> It's such a grunty move, isn't it? Yeah, totally. It's so grunty. You have to. It's forty-five dollars to cloak a bag here, and you have to. And you have to. In fact, you have to cloak two bags. If you mm. didn't, if you didn't bring two bags, you need to go and buy a bag. Yeah. And I happen to have a fucking bag store ah. here. You fucking lesbians. <laughs> buy a fucking bag. I'm just selling the ones that have been left behind. All right. So th this All is. All right, girls. Can I just ask? Now, this is something my mother used to say. Am I as fat as that man? <laughs> no, oh my god. If you taped all of us together, we would not be as fat as that man. <laughs> that man is immensely fat. He's really big, isn't he? Yeah. He's kind of glandular fat. Yeah. Do you reckon there's like a bum hole in there somewhere? Or a Oh, I, I just thought of a great drag name. Angela Fever. Angela Fever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is gay bar number nine on the crawl. Is that final? Yeah, number nine. Number nine. So I've been to nine gay bars, every gay bar in Melbourne. It's open on a Saturday night. Yeah. As listed in the McFuckering Commodity News. Commodity newspaper. If you had to pick one where you would spend all night, you, you can only go to one gay bar all night, where um, would you go to? I'd either pick the DTs or the Laird. Yeah, I'm, I'd either pick DTs or Laird. I'm very tempted by DTs. That was a lot of good fun. Yep. But I, I, I do you know what? Dull had such charms for me. Oh, oh, oh no, I could not put up with those fucking no. teenage no. bitches ever again. Do, do you think the novelty would wear off fairly quickly? Oh, really it quickly. wore off while we were there. Can I can I quote you when we got when we ordered our second round of drinks? Yes. Five dollars a beer is too high a price to pay for this shit. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. That is true. That is true. Well, in that case, I'll, I'll pick DTs. Because that seems to be the nice median point between novelty and familiarity. Yeah, yeah I would agree with I that. Just, the, I think the reason I like the Laird more is because there's no drag queen. And there's no annoying fucking drag show. But, but it's, it's just everyone you've ever met before. Oh, yeah, again. But, but, you know, if you got, like, as you pointed out, if you go to DT's three weeks in a row, it will be the same yeah. fucking 15 yeah. people. Though. But I want to go out, hang out with my friends, have a drink, have a chat. I don't want to be pummeled by teenage freaks. But I don't want to be overpowered. My boyfriend. I don't want to be overpowered I'm by single. drag shows. I don't want fucking laser lights and techno music in if, my fucking If you're single, yeah. the Laird is the worst place to go. Yeah, I know. You will not meet any new friends at Laird. No, I know. Where will I meet new friends? Grinder. 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 No. People my size don't meet new friends on Grinder. And if they meet new people on Grinder, they're not friends. Sure, sure. In fact, there was some 21-year-old kid who wanted to have sex with me. I was like, dude, I just got out of a relationship. It's not a great time. He's like, his friend messaged me after this. He's blocked you because you've just been so cruel to him. I'm like, what? That I said it's not a great time for me because I just got out of a relationship. That is so cruel. Being 21 is a full-time job. Jesus Christ. Not that I wanted to have sex with a 21-year-old. I was trying to let him down gently. If I was being an asshole, I go, not with you, little baby kid. Yeah. Do you know what the peel feels like I'm to me? I'm not Andy Muir. The peel always feels to me like you're at a work function. 
Yeah. Like like you hang out in the corner with the people you work with and you kind of feel an obligation to mingle. Like you should probably go and talk to some other people, but it's a bit of a chore. Yeah. You don't really know them. And on the whole, enough people have seen me. I'm going to go home now. Yeah. yeah. You put your head in, you've, you know, you've yeah. shown your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well... Should we have our shot before I turn this off? Or? Turn it off. Turn it off. No okay. shot. It's time to turn I don't really feel like a shot. I don't yeah, I'm, I think I might spontaneously bust. There's nothing more to add. We're, we're, we're gay and we go to pubs and we've crawled and that's the end of that. Thanks for coming yeah, on the podcast pub crawl. I can't believe I'm still speaking at this point. Maybe After we're not. Whatever when noise, we listen whatever this, noise to this back, it may not actually be speaking. Well, that was the final in the Poofcast Pub Crawl edition. Uh, thanks so much for putting up with us for so long. Uh, we're going to take a, a short break, a week or two, and then we will be back with a, a brand new Poofcast. Uh, and um, look, we're shaking things up a little bit format-wise. We'll have a few little different things. I mean, we'll still have a lot of the old shit, like Wes talking for 10 minutes about nothing. Um and uh, Mother Horan's got some lovely poof stories in store for you. Uh, our sex bird, Colin Petruni, will be with us. It'll be fun. Stick around. We'll be back in about a fortnight. <laughs>